Hello, I'm Taya. Nope. That's not my name. <laughs> no. Hello, I'm... <laughs> Hello, I'm Haley, and this is Taya, and welcome to Haley and Taya Rip Up Supernatural, and start over, and also sometimes talk about other stuff, a podcast. <laughs> and it is also known as Hatrusa. Uh, wow. We did a bad opening for the recording, too, yeah. for the commentary. <laughs> It's anyway, not... it, we're having a day, apparently. <laughs> we are talking today about Season 1, Episode 11, Scarecrow, which originally aired on January 10th in 2006, and it was written by John Shaban, maybe, Shrank. and Patrick Sean Smith. Fun. Fun. Actually, very fun. We had a good time with this episode. Yeah, it was a... We loved this episode. It was a really good one. We had... Yeah. So this time. this is the post-mid-season finale. So this is the first episode after, I think it's like... I forget when Asylum aired. Well, I can um, check that right now. I think it's in November. So after like a three-month break almost. Yeah, November, November December, to Jan- January. Yeah. So it's been about three months. And this is this is a good episode to come back on. Especially since Asylum sucked. Yeah. It's a good episode. So I will start my three-minute summary. Hold on. Let me just check. Good luck. Let me just... Haley's not ready for this. <laughs> No. This is a hard okay, to summarize so, just uh, so we start out one year ago from the point that we're at and we're in Indiana and this couple is at a gas station and they're like, Hi, we're lost and the gas station people are like, Here's gas and it's like cool. So then they leave. Then mm-hmm. they die because they get killed. <laughs> um by a scarecrow. Yeah. The, the guy gets his face ripped off. Yeah, he gets his face ripped off. And it's like, oops, sorry. Also, his car stopped working. So it's like implied that like, oh, wh- who, what happened to the car? Did someone do something? Like, we don't know. Anyway. Then we go to present day. We're at Sam and Dean. And we're actually, we pick up right where we left off from the last episode with Sam receiving a phone call from his dad. And John is like, hey, you guys got to go do a thing for me. And Sam's like, fuck you. I don't have to. And John's like, yes, you do. And Dean takes the phone and is like, Dad, what the fuck? And then he's like, okay, we'll do it. And you're like, huh. So they go to, well, they don't go to Indiana because Dean and Sam have a fight. And Sam's like, why do you listen to Dad all the time? And Dean's like, because I'm a good son. And Sam's like, no, you're, fuck off. So then Sam's like, I'm going back to California. I miss Jess. And Dean's like, I understand what it's like to lose someone you care about. Sam's like, no, you don't. So he leaves and then Dean goes to the place, finds the family, finds out that the family knows the people who went missing, who were killed, but they don't know that they're killed, they just know they're missing. Except the family does know because the family's the murderers, spoiler alert. They have an adopted daughter niece. who's their niece, but it's their daughter now, but it's their niece. The niece is like, no, I recognize those people. And Dean's like, huh, curious. Finds out, uh, we just, Sam meets a hitchhiker named Meg. Dean and Sam get, ca- nope, Sam, no. Nope. Dean and Meg get captured. Nope. Dean nope. and Demon. <laughs> uh, Dean, Dean and Emily get captured. Dean gets. Dean saves the other cup. I'm having a really hard time with this one. Um, <laughs> I really liked this episode. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry for laughing. Keep it's going. okay. You can do it. You can do it. Sam. Well, I'm already. So- I think over three minutes. Sam and Dean, Sam goes to the, Sam meets, Meg goes into a car um, and they bond, but then Sam goes to the, Sam is at a bus stop. No, I got this. Sam goes to a bus stop and Meg is there again. And he's like, oh my God, that's crazy. And they bond. And then Dean finds another couple and they're like, oh no, another couple. 
is under attack and he tries to like save them but they're like no 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 we want a mechanic and then the cops get called on dean and dean gets run ran out of town by the cops just because dean was asking questions dean finds the couple and they save the couple and then dean and say i have a little conversation on the phone and then dean apologizes kind of but not really sam's has to be like i'm sorry too and dean's like thank you and then Sam tries to call Dean, but it doesn't work because Dean got captured by the bad people. And so did Emily, their niece. And Sam is like, something's wrong with my brother. He's not picking up the phone. I've called four, four times. And Meg is like, you just leave him. And Sam's like, no, he's my family. And then he goes and saves Dean. And they, the Scarecrow, instead of killing Dean and Emily, kills the two mean bad guest people. And then Sam, Dean, and Emily burn down the bad tree. And everything's fine except jo just kidding! Meg makes a blood sacrifice. And then some weird shit happens. And she calls someone father. And then it ends. That had the vibes of us trying to explain the the skin episode. Yeah, that one took me forgetting. five minutes, and um... and I don't think you did. <laughs> okay, um, so I'm gonna clarify the <laughs> gonna clarify the order of things a little bit because we got a little confused. I did a great. So we job. have <laughs> we have the people we meet who get killed a year also, ago. Also, just for the record, hey. Just for the record, that yeah. was all off the top of my head. I wasn't looking at anything for that. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> figured. So we have a year ago, a couple gets gassed, their car breaks down, they go into the woods, blah, blah, blah. They get sacrificed. The reason that they're important is because the guy has a very distinct tattoo. And Oh, later... fuck, I forgot to mention that entire yes, part. Later, both Emily will recognize it and and Dean will actually see it on the scarecrow. And then, so in the present, Sam and Dean get the call, and then they start to go to Indiana. They split up. When they split up, Dean goes to Indiana. Sam is going to California, which is where they last heard from their dad on a payphone. On the side of the road, Meg and Sam meet. Meg gets in a car with a random creepy hitchhiker, and leaves and meanwhile dean is failing to talk to people in this town who don't want to talk to him but emily insists everyone around here is really nice and the town is doing really really well dean does a little bit of snooping around and finds this couple in the diner he tries to talk to them and finds out that i don't know if Haley explained this basically they stopped to get gas and they found out like their brake line was broken or something leaking maybe and he basically is and they'd say oh it's gonna take like the right. rest of the day for it to get fixed and dean is like a day for a break line i can do that in like an hour and they're like um i mean we'd rather have a mechanic do it and he goes but the roads are really unsafe at night and the couple is immediately like dude stop talking to us and then the police come in and kick dean out um meanwhile yeah. sam is trying to get on a bus to california but the next bus is until tomorrow so him and meg are vibing and they're talking they bond over things then Dean I think I think that's when Dean does the phone call because he's like I might die yeah and then after he gets the phone call Meg and Sam vibe even more because they talk about how they've run away from their families and yeah. then Dean saves the couple after saving the couple from the scarecrow he goes and talks to a dude about pagan rituals the guy is like Indiana Indiana I almost said Indianapolis oops Indiana isn't really known for pagan rituals and Dean's like well what about like imported rituals 
rules. So they talk about the veneer, which we'll get to later because I have some beef. But um, <laughs> basically, he gets this info, gets butted with a in the head with a gun, and then gets thrown in like a cellar. Yeah, like some I guess. Like, little fallout shelter esque. Yeah, like, well, like when you think of like an in old the dirt, like if you think of a farm, like a like a dirt cellar, you'd have like almost like a tornado shelter, that yeah. kind of thing. Emily gets thrown in too because they lost their original sacrifices so the her aunt and uncle are like well fuck it i guess we got to get rid of our niece yeah because and sam yeah and sam calls multiple times that's when he decides to leave and meg is like what the fuck you ran away from him sam shows up just in time to save meg uh to save Emily and Dean from the Scarecrow. They're trying to get out of the orchard. The sheriff, who is obvious, everyone is in on this except Emily because Emily only came to this town when she was 13 when her parents died. The sheriff and her aunt and uncle are there trying to stop them, but the Scarecrow gets her aunt and uncle. And then, because it has sacrifices, the night just ends and it cuts to them burning down the tree, right. which is a lot. It's like it's, it's a lot of a cut. And then Emily gets on a bus to leave to Boston and then then we see Meg is in another car with another creepy dude and she's like has him pull over on the side of the road slits his throat talks to something in like this cool cup with like screaming faces on it in gross CGI blood because the CGI is horrific because they you'd be like you're you're probably thinking why does this cup of blood need CGI it's because like the blood is like spinning and like poking up in spikes it's a little and it looks it it looks bad but basically she's like I could have killed both of them why didn't you want me to kill them? And you're like, oh, Meg is evil. And then the episode ends. And we've now done a long summary. Yeah. But yeah. We had a good thing going. This episode has a lot going on, to be fair. Because the boys are split up, it's a yeah. little bit more complicated than usual. Because the boys aren't usually split up. So we have two simultaneous things happening with Sam trying to like do what he wants and not follow his dad's orders versus Dean following dad's orders. Uh-huh. But then technically Sam follows the order anyway because he needs to save Dean which that's just gonna be a thing throughout this entire series these two <laughs> brothers are just gonna keep saving each other to the point they where have to like, save each other for the always. love of God just die <laughs> yeah and then one of them does sorry Haley yeah well then Sam does too yeah but he gets to live like a full life and yeah have a kid and so stuff. and Dean anyway dies fighting mime vampires I know they're not actually mime vampires it's way no, more but they're funny basically to call them mime vampires, vampires. Do you even have that many notes? Because I know you got, like, Um, we got distracted in this episode. Yeah, we got distracted, but, like, really enjoyed the episode. I don't have that many notes, but I have enough notes that we can riff off of them. We also don't want this episode to be an hour and a half long. Yeah, so the first note that I have taken is Chekhov's Mm -hmm. tattoo. Because, as you mentioned, um, Guy in the gas station had, like, a unique tattoo. And that's what Dean uses to find the body. So, uh, like, in the beginning, they're literally like, oh, cool tattoo. (laughs) And we were like, okay, so the tattoo's important then, huh? Yeah, I'm actually confused because it never actually clarified, like, does the scarecrow always take the dude's body and, like, possess it for the next year and reject the next year? Because they never actually clarify that. They're just like, oh, the scarecrow has the tattoo which by the way looked like someone had like taken some plastic and Stop, then like that's one of my notes used it with a hair like put a hair dryer <laughs> over it which that's is one of funny. my notes i don't care <sighs> Haley. i'm gonna talk about how shitty it is as much as i want but they don't ever they never ex- 
explain why it has the tattoo. It's just like supposed to be like, oh, they've found it. And you're like, but why does the scarecrow have the tattoo? We don't know. Yeah. My next note is, oh, no previously on. Because there was no previously on in this episode, which we, we, yeah, we just had the, might be because... We just had the year, we had the one year earlier. And yeah. also it's the first episode after the mid-season finale. And then so we also, figure also, it must it be picks, because it's yeah, that. And also it picks up immediately after the last episode ends. Yeah. Um, they actually reshot the scene where... That's another the, one of my notes. Yeah. But Literally my next note. I'm sorry. Uh, I just want to say I'm going to look out for that when we get to season two. Because I'm curious if that's a consistent thing or if they right. just didn't feel like it. So <laughs> my next note is pick up with the phone call with dad. And then I wrote yes. angle different. Because they literally reshoot the yeah. phone call scene. Because yeah. in the in the end of Asylum, it's very urgent. Sam like sits up straight and is like, dad. But in uh-huh. this one, he sits up very slowly and is like, dad yeah it's you can tell that it's a reshoot i think they look slightly different too and i mean i assumed that i i don't know how tv productions work but i i would assume that you'd have your script for season one complete that could be wrong you they might have only had the first the first uh half done when they filmed the first half and then like during the mid-season finale like that section was for shooting and uh, editing and all that sort of stuff for the second right. half so it's all it's, it's it's conceivable that they didn't realize this next episode would start in the same way but like not knowing their schedule it is very wild to me that they wouldn't have just made sure they had all the angles for it's... that one sit up in bed take so it would actually be the same because it's Consistent. so like it be because we watched it week uh, like a week later instead of three months later it is so obvious that it is not the same take like at all so just pointing that one out um maybe do better (laughs) anyway my next note is dean's conditioning by john is frowny face like i wrote i drew a little frowny face and then i wrote Haley got really upset about it like in a sad way and i got upset about it in like a very angry way yeah not very because it was just it's just because sam is originally on the phone and john says i need you to take down names that's in order and sam's like no we're looking for you and dean takes the phone from him and he starts to say something and then John says something that we can't hear and he immediately loses all fight and just says, yes, sir, and I'm getting a pen. And I just got so mad because I hate John so much and Haley just got very sad. He said, yes, sir, and it was just like, I felt like I was dying. I thought this is it. It's really upsetting because that's what their argument ends up being about. It's once again about Dean always following John's orders while Sam is trying to do his own thing. And and Sam- they specifically, Sam specifically, uses the argument he's like why do you have so much blind faith in your in dad and i feel like taya felt like very gratified at that because i'm pretty sure they've used the exact same phrase when he talking does. about it he does he doesn't question john ever and like it's it's I said this in the commentary, which, by the way, when we open up our Patreon, you should listen. You should you should give us some money and you should listen because our commentary is great. But I basically said it's like their Dean is 26. He's 26. He yeah. has to do his own taxes if he does taxes at all. He may. You think he does taxes? I actually don't. I, don't. I, I think that they should have had an episode where they get arrested for tax evasion now. Stop! <laughs> 
I think that'd be a really funny episode where they get arrested. Well, Dean is legally him. dead, though. But, like, what happens when he's not legally dead? But he is legally dead. Okay, so Sam, Sam, though, is Sam Sam could taxes? be caught. All right, episode where Sam gets arrested for tax evasion. Anyway, what I was saying is Dean calls Sam selfish and says following orders makes him a good son, which that's not how anything works. That's a very no. bad mentality, especially at 26. At 26... Yeah. Like, you can question your parents at any age, but, like, when you're 26, you should be able to make your own, you should be making your own decisions, and you shouldn't have that mentality. It's bad. Yeah. Because like, it's Like, as a 20, as a 22-year-old, I question my parents constantly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're Sam's age right now. We're also questioning our parents, because you shouldn't be just trusting whatever your parents say or other people no. in your life. You should, like, think critically for yourself. Like, it's not like John is saying, like, hey, go to bed before nine and donate 30 pounds of gummy bears to like a 10 year old dean is 26 which he never did when he was a child so yeah so anyway i just i have so much beef i i'm gonna hit i'm gonna beat john winchester with like a stick i'm gonna find a big stick and i'm Uh gonna hit him violently violently and repeatedly yeah so my next one is we got a hint of how long it's been because sam says that it's been six months since jess died so it has been six months since episode one i'm very sad yeah my next note is dean had crazy eyes when he left sam because when dean was getting back in the impala after like having the fight Mm -hmm. his eyes were he had crazy eyes it was frightening Um, he was really upset they they real like they really dug into each other in that one and they're gonna keep doing that like they're gonna keep having these kind of arguments and conversations but yeah then i wrote this this note's very messy. I didn't know how to write it when I was writing it, so I'm going to read it verbatim for ha- okay. as how I wrote. Dean got hit with caught in a lie. <laughs> is, that what I have is that when he tried to say his name was something yes. and the guy was like, isn't that the drummer for Led Zeppelin? Yes. So I wrote, Dean got hit with caught in a lie. And yeah. That, yeah. He, he gives a fake name and it's just the drummer from Led Zeppelin. Because and- all of Dean and Sam's fake names are classic rock. like Pretty much. Or actors or something like that. Or like fictional characters. And you're just like how does no one ever pick up on it except for this guy and the way Dean reacts because he's like the guy's like isn't that the drummer from Led Zeppelin and Dean goes classic rock fan and I'm (laughs) like Dean he's older than you (laughs) like significantly then I wrote Meg that's it Meg because we love Meg here we love Meg I love I have written down Sam's quote you trust Shady Van Guy and not me because Taya and I both agreed that we would trust Sam more than Shady Van Guy especially season one Sam season one Sam we trust more than Shady Van Guy yeah we also can't believe that like I I know people do hitchhike but like I could never I could never no not only am I like I present very feminine I'm also very small and I'm also a can confirm like i'm Taya very little <laughs> i'm like I'm never i can I, if i hitchhiked i would immediately be murdered you would be killed that's in my an luck. instant so that would be my that's also just the luck i have like right so <laughs> the next note is dean needs to be a better driver because oh dean frequently likes to do things while he's driving that isn't mm-hmm, that aren't mm-hmm. safe they're not safe things to be doing and we agree that 
he needs to not do that. Yeah, he was, um, his, uh, is it EMP, EMF? EM- EMF, EMF. EMF thing started going wild when he passed the orchard. Uh, and he was like, he kept looking back and reaching for it. And I was like, pull over, pull over, pull yeah. over. And then he did. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Basically, we'd be really good backseat drivers uh, in Dean Winchester's car. <laughs> we would just, Haley and I are now in the reboot of Supernatural, but all we do is yell at them to look at the road. Yeah, we just sit there and we're like, please pay attention. They have we're, long we conversations are solely... too, where they'll like talk to each other. And I'm like, look where you're going. Look where you're going. Look where you're going. Also off topic, Sam actually drives for some of this episode before they, when they get into their fight. And that's pretty unusual because Sam almost never drives. Yeah. Anyway. Tattoo very clearly not a tattoo which Taya already got mad about, but the tattoo is very clearly not it's, a tattoo. It's so obviously not a tattoo because that's not how ink works. Like, it was, like, peeling at the edges. And I think even if you had... It looked like the skin was kind of, like, almost as if it had been tanned or, like, yes. made, like, leather or something. It's ink. It would not pull <laughs> up, like, a plastic tattoo. It's literally, like, someone, like, put, took this, like, fake skin thing they use for this arm and, like, yeah. put the tattoo sticker on it and then just took, like, a hairdryer and just and, let it crinkle yeah. and was, like, perfect. perfect. No, I, like, I can't peel off a tattoo. It's ink on skin. Anyway. Yo, imagine if you could, though. That'd be crazy. That'd but, be disgusting. Let's move oh on. Oh, my God. <laughs> she is adopted is my next note, which was important because we were both, like, does she not know about the sacrifices? Oh, she and being then she Emily. Reveals... Oh, yeah. She meaning Emily, the, the niece. Yes. Uh, because she reveals to Dean that her her parents died in a, a car accident when she was 13. So yeah. her aunt and uncle took her in. So we were like, oh my god, that's why she doesn't know about the sacrifices. Because she's yeah. not, like, they're, yeah. she's not from Because here. at first when I, for at first I couldn't remember how much of the family was involved in this. But I definitely remember they were involved. But then pretty much when Dean comes asking around, like, hey, do you guys, do you know this? Everyone in town is like, we have no idea who this is. But Emily comes down the stairs and is like, did he have a tattoo? and you're like like, oh she has she has no idea because if so she just blew their operation the next note is Taya and I hate this guy's hairline the next victim (laughs) that they find his hairline was just like atrocious and that's like he had a buzz cut and like his hairline was pretty much just straight but it was like so high up on his head he looked kind of like a sim apologies to this guy for making fun of his hair but I will not apologize okay Haley's gonna choose to be mean Get a better haircut. Oh my god. Um, I wrote, how does this diner function? Because when they're at the diner, the plates are, they have like a big bread basket with like none of the bread eaten. And all of the rolls looked to be very tiny. But they Mm -hmm. also had like their entree, their appetizer, and their dessert on the table at the same time. And they had another plate that looked like it had a whole other entree, like it was for someone else, that looked like it had like a whole cut of steak on it. And I was like, how much food did these people order? No judgment. I I just want to know why one they didn't eat any of their rolls before their main meal came out because you know i am devouring that bread basket yeah you slam that bread you slam that bread and then you're like god damn it i ate too much bread yeah but then they like the fact that the guy brought out apple pie and then after he brings them apple pie then he pours them their drinks when they've clearly already been eating i was like who is in it's... charge of this it's wrong you're doing we'd like it to wrong. know how it functions i hate it i mean they're like a weird 
pagan cult that sacrificed people yearly. So maybe this shouldn't be my biggest criticism of how they run their town. But also, fuck this diner. If I went somewhere and someone gave me all of my food, can you imagine dessert before a drink? I think I'd lose it. Like, can you imagine if the the place we went to eat when we were in Philadelphia, like that that little breakfast nook? Yeah. If they came out and well, to be fair, we got brunch, so like that didn't really happen. But if they like gave us our food and another dessert and like a bunch of other food and then only asked if we wanted drinks after i'd be like i yeah. want to leave i want to yeah. go <laughs> so the diner was insane i mean the whole town obviously but my next note is solidarity d because when meg and sam are having their like bonding thing we decided that meg is clearly a lesbian meg is a lesbian she left her family because her family wanted her to be married to a man and she was like i literally can't yeah she she said like they want to be able to be smart but not smart enough to scare away a husband she also said some other stuff but that was the one i latched on to yeah and so when sam is like yeah i'm in a similar situation we're like wow sam is bi and meg is a lesbian and they're bonding about being they're bonding bloom, bloom. Bloom, so <laughs> this is solidarity at its finest they're in a very strange bus stop diner combo because i was like wait where did they just like go out and buy beers and bring them to, to the bus stop because because, right. like, they're clearly still at the bus station. But they have, like, a ketchup bottle and, like, condiments. And I was and like, there's beers. no food area here. What is happening? But also I didn't care because, like, solidarity, man. Yeah. Solidarity. Also, Meg just has, like, I know it was, I know it's 2006. But, like, her look, the pixie cut, the jewelry, the, like, <laughs> multiple layers, and, like, the midriff, like, bearing shirt, but, like, the ratty sweatshirt, and, like, her boots. She's a lesbian. She's, she's gay. Guys, she's a lesbian. And my next note is, Meg is a lesbian? Yes. <laughs> yes, she um. <it> is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I wrote Meg's a lesbian, demon lesbian as a treat. We love her. We love her. We can have a little bit of demon lesbian as a treat. She gets redeemed, so it's okay. Plus, we've also added like seven lesbian couples into this show. She's she's for us. She's our demon lesbian. Sorry. Our demon lesbian. She can be a little bit evil as like a treat. As like a treat. My next note is Dean admitting he wishes he didn't listen to John as much as Hit Bad. That is... So when... uh, Sorry, I was just playing with a tiny paintbrush and it snapped in half. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. It scared me. Anyway, anyway, is this the phone call that they have? Yeah. So when Dean is on the phone with Sam and is like trying to apologize, Dean s- Dean says something like, you've always rebelled he's against always, dad and I wish that I... He's always stood up to dad. Yeah. yeah, and he like cuts himself off and I was like... <laughs> no! he, says that he's, he says that he admires that Sam has always known what he wanted and has stood up to their dad. He isn't able to say, I'm sorry. Sam just kind of says, like, I know. But, like, it's a good moment. And you really, it really leaves you wishing that, like, we know what Sam wanted to do. We never find out what Dean would have wanted to do. Because there is that brief, like, six-month period after season five Uh where... We see, like, a montage of him living a suburban life, but I don't even think we know what he does as a job. If we know what he does, 
us he's a mechanic but like we I don't actually know mechanic. if i don't know if like we know he likes cars but like is that what he would have done i don't right. know they don't tell us and i really wish they did and here's at the some fun point, thing is we'll never fucking know we'll never know because even once they like save everything they both continue to be hunters and then dean and it's like you just want them to like be able to live a normal life a little bit yeah and it's and it's really sad because you could kind of tell that dean also wishes he knew what he wanted in life and was able to go after it but he's so stuck in this like i have to follow what dad says because dad is right and i think he even knows it at this phone call because oh yeah the way he talks is super like i am he's first of all when they get off the phone call sam says that his brother was saying goodbye uh-huh. so it's like uh, it was definitely like not not only like a clean cut but also like kind of dean going i might die and i don't ever know what i wanted in life and it's yeah. just so sad and yeah, anyway, i hate it and i the brothers the brothers are like good sometimes and then sometimes you're just like tired of them then i have that there are so many celebrity looks likes in this episode because <laughs> there was one that looked like the guy who plays in iZombie as the person as the guy who turned live into a zombie and also mm-hmm. he's in once upon a time as frankenstein he's in he once upon like... a time as victor frankenstein um hold on i'm looking up his yes uh, please car- his, i feel like uh... his name is Bl- is his name oh, wait i think that's his character name in iZombie. it's david anders is his character name in iZombie blake i'll look it up but um he looks like the him and a mix of either ben stiller or ben affleck we can't remember we our can't bens. remember our bens but he looks like one of them he plays blaine blaine you were so close I was very close he looks like he looks like this he looks like david anders but like squished vertically slightly yeah like slightly squished yeah and, and then like the and then the aunt looks kind of like Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So there were a lot of and celebrity look like. And then the old guy, the old guy that Dean talked to um who called him out on being uh, on using a Led Zeppelin name. He looks like someone but I can't pinpoint. I can't him. either, but I was thinking it the whole episode. It's like I get you. Then yeah, I, have I was written, thinking about it. I was like, he looks like someone. Yeah. Then I've written, someone else tell us. Tweet yeah, somebody us. tell us. Imagine sacrificing your niece to a god. Please. Because that's what they do. And I'm like, wow. They're literally like, there's no one else. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, there's nobody else. And then she's like, but I'm your family. And they're like, well, this is what family does. They make sacrifices for each other. <laughs> and you're <laughs> like, like yeah. it doesn't mean killing them like <laughs> yes i make sacrifices for my family like doing the dishes when i think it's disgusting right those are the sacrifices i make i don't let myself be a ritual sacrifice yeah so your town can continue to prosper like i get that the town is like going to like fall apart basically just right. leave just move away yeah just go home like not go home but just go anywhere else like <laughs> like if you have to reach the point where you have to sacrifice your knees maybe that's the point where you have to go mentally is this okay and the answer has always been no but at this point you should go this isn't okay and you should just move away because as far as i can tell if they just move away then the bad stuff won't follow them correct so like just go to Boston with Emily instead of sacrificing her. Yeah. And then you wouldn't be dead. And it would be fine. So I mean, I think you should still go to jail for murdering many yeah. people, but anyway. Anyway, then I have gotta fix the bad this ep. Taya's pissed. And this is where you can go oh, off. Is this is where I'm gonna rant? Yep. 
So when I say okay. the bad in this ep, I don't mean this ep is bad. I mean the big bad, the big the enemy in this episode. Okay, so I'm going to apologize to anyone who really knows Norse mythology. I have a very basic understanding of Norse mythology because while it's one of the three biggest that are kind of like looked at, especially in a Western perspective, it's, it is admittedly confusing and more confusing than Marvel makes it seem. Mm-hmm. If you're interested, I would highly recommend Overly Sarcastic Productions videos on it. The first one is Legend Summarized the Poetic Edda. So the big bad in this episode is vaguely the veneer. And if I'm saying that wrong, I'm so sorry. I've listened to it so many times and I still might get it wrong. But the veneer is not a singular god, a Essentially, there are like two races of gods Mm -hmm. in Norse mythology. There are the Iser, which is probably you know most gods from if you know Norse gods. Then there is the Vanir, which I think there are only like three major ones people tend to know, which is Freya. Uh, hold on, I had this written down. It's like Freya, Freyr? They're like twins, so their names are almost identical. And I think I'm saying these all wrong. I'm so sorry. And uh, Norder? I'm not sure on that (laughs) last one because I don't know him as well. Freya, I know super well. The other two... We don't know them. But the veneer is like an entire tribe. They call it a tribe in a lot of the things I've seen. Another, an entire tribe or race of gods separate from the Iser, which include Odin, Thor, everyone like that, pretty much a bunch of others. So to just be like, it's a veneer god is like kind okay. of frustrating because we don't, we don't actually know that much about the veneer. A not a lot of information on them has survived, particularly in the two, canon books of poetry we have I think I think one's poetry and one's not it's like the poetic edda and something else but it was just like you can't just be like it is a veneer because that bothers me that's too vague they just say oh it's like a fertility god and you're just like which one because like all of the veneer (laughs) had things to do with fertility but that's just so vague and they explicitly tie it to a tree which means that someone brought a tree over on a boat to indiana because it's tied to this tree so the assumption is that it had to be brought over quite literally right because the tree is the source of its power and mark also marked with like a rune which i don't i couldn't get a good look at it but i can think i it be was honest just, like, some lines what i didn't i kind of forgot about the tree thing for a bit because i was too focused on like the plot plot and not the lore and um i thought that it was like just a tree with like a heart with initials in it <laughs> hot second yeah i didn't get a chance to look up if the veneer have any ties to trees specifically it just was like they just kind of threw a name out there and were like this is fine and i don't i mean this is such a little thing to be annoyed about especially since there isn't a ton known about the veneer so you could feasibly get away with just being like oh yeah it's definitely one of the veneer but i don't think you can and i think you could have done something a little bit more interesting Uh i don't know just being like oh yeah they were a fertility like race right but like why is that now being represented through sacrifice and scarecrows i don't know how much sacrifice is actually involved in norse in like nordic ritual yeah because i don't actually like i don't remember there being a lot of stories that involved it unlike some other mythologies where i can distinctly remember like lots of ritual sacrifice i don't know 
And I'm sorry to anyone who's really into Norse mythology, who I have like now pissed off because I was super wrong. You can <laughs> tell me and I'd actually love to know because I would love Taya to- Taya fucking like, loves I, mythology, y'all. I love mythology and my school does not offer enough courses on it. So I'm doing it all by internet. But Meanwhile, like, I know absolutely jack shit about it, so- I know so much. I know so much and so, so, so little. But yeah, this was just like, it was way too vague. And I say this with most lore for any monster in Supernatural so far. Just like too vague, give me more details. Right. Especially since all they had to do was burn the tree. They didn't even really fight the monster. And No, because the scarecrow made... just kind of killed. Yeah, and once it got its victims, it just left. Yeah, it was like, bye. So it's like, plus it implies because they were going to use Emily and Dean, but then it doesn't grab them specifically, and I wonder if it didn't grab them because the aunt and uncle were closer, or if it didn't grab them because they weren't a couple. Because them trying to use Dean and Emily, it's a fertility thing, and obviously incredibly, incredibly heteronormative and cisnormative. Like, okay, I, I... we get it. A man and a woman. We sex, whatever. Uh-huh. But I, I am curious if just throwing two, like a, a random cis man and a random cis woman in this orchard would work. Right. Because I'm not sure if I really am not sure if it's because the scarecrow just like they were just closer to the scarecrow. Right. Because see, I, I thought that it might have been like that. The scarecrow remembers has some sense of like I was wondering if if the scarecrow has some sense of like remembrance of who he he once was and was like fuck you guys yeah because that that's also unclear like with the tattoo you're not sure if this is like the body of the last guy right it like that part is never explained either like we know it has its tattoo so like you can assume because he got his face ripped off and like the scarecrow has like a masky thingy yeah but it's just it's so unclear and I think that um, I would personally like I know it's not something a lot of watchers look for I just would like it all to be just like a little clearer because I love watching for the lore yeah and like I feel like your story could be more interesting that way like that's really interesting like a revenge thing is interesting but also them just not realizing that they needed to be sacrificing a couple because they never had a situation where they weren't sacrificing a couple like what if Emily and Dean just didn't work like it just didn't take them because they did not have that like have all like I you assume these couples have already had like intercourse yeah like they haven't right Huh. Is that a requirement? I don't know. They didn't tell me. Must have I, fucked. I, I make things way too deep. And you like, know what, Taya? I think that's okay. Because I think that things <laughs> okay. making sense is very important. Okay, I'm glad. That went on for a really long time and had no point. But anyway. It had a lot um, of point, I think. Okay, I'm glad. Again, I'm sorry to anyone who knows more about Norse mythology. I'm going to try to look up more stuff ahead of time. Next time we have things that are like heavy on something I want to talk about. I just like, I didn't even think to look up like are the veneer at all connected to trees there's a lot of trees in north myth- norse mythology you have like yagdrasil uh, Yag- i believe is the pronounce which is like the world tree and there's like a lot of tree symbolism but i don't remember anything about gods being tied to trees that gods i'm pretty sure aren't really tied to anything so i have questions and concerns so there's that is 
is our mythology rant. <laughs> uh, we don't get them, Very it seems long. like, uh, ever. So, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. My next note is I only have four left. Sam cares so much about his, I wrote, brother. Like, B-R-U-V-V-E-R, brother. <laughs> um, because he does. He does. He does. That was when Sam left to go uh, save him. I was like, oh, he kills. Oh, hmm? they are brothers. Brothers. <laughs> um, I just really, Wobbles? I just really like them. I just, I just really like them. I love the brothers. Sometimes uh, they're really good. Sometimes they're really good. The next line I have is a quote set uh, of Sam saying, "Dean was like, how did you get here?" And Sam said, "I stole a car." And then Dean said, "That's my boy." And it was <laughs> I just didn't like, even care that. it was so good. It was like, and it's just like, I. I guess that explains why they didn't, like, show them driving in the Impala, because they probably didn't want to deal with having to get another car. Yeah, and, like, I just really like that. It just... And Dean calling, being like, that's my boy, like, because Dean basically raised him, and... Yeah. I I have a lot of feelings all the time. My next note is Sam being taller than Dean makes me so happy, because I just think it's really... It's just really fun that Sam is four years younger than Dean, and he's, like... Oh, half that's a just foot my taller. existence, dude. That that is. Li- I am five foot, and Cole is five eight. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure he's five eight. That's intense. Haley, my life is a disaster. Okay. <laughs> my next note is Meg can kill as a treat, and that's my last note. Meg can kill as a treat. First of all, we think she should be allowed to kill as a treat because there's lots of killing in the show. Yeah. But also because she chose to kill some creepy dudes. Yeah. So. Like, we yeah, don't know I that she want... killed the first one that she hitchhiked with, but I it's feel like it's implied. implied. It's heavily implied. Because the way they point it out is like, like we said, Sam is like, you trust creepy van guy? And she's like, more than you. And it kind of is implied that she also killed him because then she shows up in the bus station and you're like, why are you here? You had a ride. And she's so like, and imp- she's like, yeah. turned out he was a creep and you're like and, oh, okay well at the end once she murders a man yeah but like she was like maybe you should try. he's like i think he asks where she's going and she's like maybe you should pull over and he clearly thinks he's about to get some and she slits his throat instead yeah and i think that's good for her yeah. i think that's good for her so that's why that's the end of Haley's notes and yeah. on to crack shipping which um, I would like to raise one. I okay. have one today. That's wild. Okay. Here's my crack shipping. Okay. Meg and Emily. Now the we logistics of this. Is, that's that's what I was gonna say. We don't know okay. the logistics of this because I don't know how old Emily is, and also we don't know how old Meg is. It can be assumed that she's like Hold on. around Sam's age. Like that's how what I feel. But, like we don't know. Um, she got possessed uh, as a college student. Okay, so she's probably around Sam's age. If we're yeah, if we're assuming she just she doesn't age as a demon, which I don't think she does. So she's around Sam's age. So like twenties, early twenties. So if Emily is at an age that is closer to twenty, if if she's in her early twenties, like or nineteen, nineteen or twenty, or if the age is lined up, we could we could work with that. Megan Emily is my crack shipping. I mean, it's something, and we've pretty much had zero crack ships because there's, there's not, not a lot of background characters in the early there's not not even like when they're sitting at bars like we don't get a good look at people in the background yeah so i need them to step their game up for that yes but then our next session our next session 
segment session is brought to you by and for this one uh there was only one song that we heard in the netflix episode and supposedly I, there's two supposedly there's two but i don't remember the we might have missed it i don't remember it's it possible, we definitely might have missed it it's possible that it might have been playing under meg and sam talking because like, it says it's when they meet in the bus station yeah, 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 yeah. and it could be that like we were just too busy focused on sam and mag talking but yep. whatever the pro- brought to you by this episode is push ins by autumn's De- descent and i mean the other one if it is a- even exists is wait a while by robert scheffler which works because they have to wait a day before the next bus yeah so that's so fun for incredible us. <laughs> Um, oh, one thing that I didn't mention, uh, we're putting Emily in that therapy group. Oh, yeah. Emily needs therapy Sh- She's super very going badly. in the therapy group. Her family literally tried to sacrifice her to some gods, so And then got murdered frequently. in front of her. Yeah. So she's going in that therapy group, baby. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, our next segment is favorite, oh, favorite things on the wiki. Would you like to go first? I went first last time. Uh, sure. So my favorite one is actually not on the uh, Scarecrow page specifically, even though there are some quality things on here. But I was like looking at uh, like related pages, specifically the page for the veneer. And I actually also want to bring something up about this. But uh, I liked how the veneer has an occupation and the occupation is Norse God, which I think Very is good. hilarious. But I also want to say that it's family is god and then in parentheses creator which i think is implying that in supernatural world the christian god created all other gods Uh which is a take it is a take i know i know this is i know this is a heavily heavily christian show but like it's it's a take uh and i'm just saying it's a take i'm not making any commentary other than it's a take it's a take but I think the occupation Norse god is hilarious. It is really funny. Imagine your job being a god. How much do you get paid for that, do you think? Um, I, I think it depends. Um, in this case, you get paid in ritual sacrifice once a year. Not cool. That's not enough. Anyway, my favorite thing on the wiki <laughs> is in the quotes section of the Scarecrow episode wiki page. Dude, you're fugly, which is a quote by Dean when he <laughs> sees the Scarecrow. Iconic. It was so funny. Taya and I both laughed in the episode when he said it. Sometimes Dean is... Sometimes Dean is funny and this was one of those times it was just like really good it's good now we have to rate it which is something we are gonna get better about doing here's my rating for this episode Mm -hmm. uh nine out of ten slit trucker throats nice nice is my rating um on imbd this is rated at an 8.7 which is up 0.2 from uh asylum and let me see if there's any others that are it's on the same rating as the pilot of things we've seen so far okay so so it's it's well liked i mean all of these have frankly been rated really high aside from bugs Right. I think Bugs is the lowest in the entire season. It is, yeah. But yeah, so my rating is 9 out of 10 yeah. slit trucker throats. I really liked it. I don't know what the point is taken away from, but we're going to say it is for the unclear lore. Yeah, let's go with that. So thank you for listening to Hatrisa. We hope you enjoyed. Please like, follow, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe, smash that bell. Yeah, do those things. <laughs> uh, talk to us on social media. What do you think about this episode? Because obviously we really like it someone please tell me more about norse gods i don't currently have time this week to be doing a deep dive into norse mythology but i might so like help me out here Um, and just spread the word about our pod tell your friends tell your family assuming that 
they're okay with swearing um, because <laughs> because uh, we don't have any way to advertise or market this podcast, mostly because we're both college students and also don't know how. But you don't need to know anything. Most of our friends who listen to this have never seen an episode of Supernatural. They don't know a shit and, or a fuck. And they have a great time. They think we're hilarious. We think we're hilarious. So you should think you should we're hilarious. You, yeah, not only should you think we're hilarious, you should go leave us a review on Apple on Apple Podcasts so there is a review because I don't think a single person has listened on Apple Podcasts, oh which while super valid because who uses Apple Podcasts, uh-huh. um, if you do, sound off sound and leave off. a review. Um, and Please. I will keep my promise from last time. If you tweet at us, I think I said five times. <laughs> I will say anything within reason that you DM to Hatrusa on Twitter out yes. loud. Yep. So share our podcast. We are trying and to actually, get you know to the double digits for followers. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Also, it's it's tweeted us five times and I'll say something, but also just tweet at us and I'll give you a shout out. So, yes. But hey, Taya. Hey, Haley. Do you believe in miracles? Well, not really. Yeah, I don't think Dean and Sam do either. But that's something we're going to have to find out next time in uh, episode 12, uh, Faith. Yeah. So we'll catch you on the flip side. (laughs) Catch you on the flip side. Mm